This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. From KMOX Sports. Here's the pitch. A swing and a high fly ball. This could be trouble. It's at the wall. And it's a gunner! Welcome to the Lux Calore International Sports on a Sunday morning. Oh, yeah! America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Well, we got to hear some baseball yesterday, didn't we? Man, that was nice. It felt like opening day all over again. Cardinals were 2-3 and three going into yesterday. Now they're 4-3, and three. Brian Kelly. How do you like that? That's a quick turnaround. Pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty good. Mike Schultz coming up in nine minutes here on KMOX. Cardinals manager will join us live from Chicago. Before that, uh, we'll talk with you for just a moment about a couple of things. First of all, um, that was awesome yesterday, but really was a positive week when you really think about it. I got to be careful using the word positive. Actually, that's what John Mosaic said uh, a few days ago. <laughs> we're, we're done with the word positive. Okay. Let's say it was a yeah. good, it was a good feeling week. It was a feel good week for St. Louis, uh, St. Louis City SC. I like it. I really do. I like the name. I like the colors. I like the logo, and I I liked it from the beginning. But now it's actually growing on me even more. I've actually enjoyed looking at it, and I think that, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun to see where this all goes. I do, too. It, it didn't blow me out of the water. I, it Actually, you know, when, when nicknames are announced, a lot of times I'm more afraid of what they're going to be because there are some really silly nicknames out there, and I've got, uh-huh. you know, archers or something like that. Uh, I do like it, and I think it, it's a reminder for the region that the city is the heart of the region. And when you go out of town, you know, you don't say, well, I'm from... I'm from Waterloo. Where's that? Well, that's near Columbia. No, well, where's right. that? That's near Fulton. Well, where's that? No, you go. I'm from St. Louis. 100%. So whether you live in Wentzville or, or O'Fallon, Illinois, we're all St. Louisans, and I think that's part of it, and I, I like that aspect of and it. And St. Louis is our city, so if you don't yes. live in the city, it's still yours. Yes. I mean, that's your downtown. That's your city. Th- yes. That's ours. We are the city, actually. Mm-hmm. City is, you know, comes from the word citizen. Yeah. And that's who we are. Here's Taylor Twelman. I love this. Listen to this clip. This is uh, from my interview with him. St. Louis and former MVP of MLS said this. I loved it. I loved it from the moment I saw it. Um, And this is about transforming a city that needs to be transformed. And this is a vehicle that's going to help that. The sport is inclusive. Uh, The sport is diverse. And those are two things that St. Louis... Uh, I think you and I would both agree on need to become better at. And I think this is going to be one of those vehicles to help do that. I love everything about it. Um, But I want to make one thing abundantly clear, uh, as I have from the beginning. I actually don't 
care about any of this as long as they win, as long as they come in and represent the city of St. Louis. And we all know what the Cardinals have done, what the Blues have done. When you come in and you win right away, you've got the most loyal fan base in this country, and you get them on on your side. So whether the color was brown, whether the color was what it is, which I love, I I just, Tom, I just don't really care because – the city deserves this. That stadium is going to be epic. And I think the moment people walk in there, soccer fans or not, they're going to realize that this city has a real history with the sport and the team's going to try to represent that to the best of their ability. Taylor Twelman with me. It was right after the announcement. What do you think about that? And also, it's not easy to win right away either for an expansion team. Not at all. Uh, what I... Uh, they made he, okay. My mic wasn't working. I thought, well, that's a good reason. Uh, I like the SC as well because it's not just soccer club, but it is soccer capital. Capital, yeah. And I like that. That's kind of a neat little twist in there too. So yeah, I think it's great, and I'm I'm excited. I can't wait to see him play. I'm excited too. Uh, what about your Blues? What the heck is going on? And uh, well, now they were a little bit better. They were better the other night, and I thought they played well enough to win. And you really saw it when they got down by two in the third. They they finally got the idea that hey. This is serious now. We need to start playing. And they did. They came back and they tied it, and then they give up that breakaway, which was a major breakdown. But uh, I, I still feel okay about them. I, I still think they can come back. Ha, have you heard who's going to start in goal tonight? I have not. Yeah, because Jordan not, that's has, has not been good. His numbers are not good. And I thought the other night he just he didn't look sharp at all. And so I, I, I think I would like to see him go to Jake. I think that's interesting. I, I Personally, would go back to Bennington. I think the season's on the line tonight, and you have to go with your best guy. But I, I would not be surprised, nor would I be upset if they went with the snake. Yeah, same here. If they have Jordan in there, I, I don't worry. You know, I wouldn't right. be worried either. But I just, I feel like he's just not sharp right now. And it wasn't all him either. You know, they have to stay out of the penalty box, and they've got to stop turning it over. They just haven't been good uh, in in a lot of different areas, and. Tarasenko just looked a step slow, and you know I knew he was going to be rusty coming out of it, but he's not as engaged to me as normal, and that's a factor too. I'd like to see how they shuffle those. He did. He shuffled the lines. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to see how he comes back with it, but oh my goodness, was I fired up when they tied that game. Yeah. I mean, I was like, here we go. Now we're talking, and then boom. Uh, you know, Bo is just an amazing player. Yeah. And, and he and, knew he had two forwards on that one where he, he mm-hmm. you know, he faked out what Shen and Schwartz, and it was just an amazing play. It is. but so, you, And the penalty kill's got to be better. It does. It's got to be better. That's that's awful. You really miss J-Bo back there, that's yep. for sure. Special teams has to be better, and everything has to be better. And the season, I think, is on the line tonight. You just can't yep. fall behind 3 You can't. Right. So it's a late game. Rest up for that, 9.30 tonight. Now, remember, two Stanley Cup champions in recent years have lost the first two games. I and will keep that in they mind. They were both against the Blues. They were the Kings and the Blackhawks. And those two Stanley Cup champions came back to win that series. So we can hang our hat on that. We got it right where we want them. All right. Well, we'll, we'll check it out. I'll look I a little hope. more at the Blues. I know. Me too. Uh, towards the end of the show, around 1145, we'll talk a little hockey. And we have coming up Cardinals manager Mike Schild. Then after that, we're going to let him go a little early because uh, he's got a game he has to manage to to today. Work. We're going to get him uh, out of there around 1045. We'll turn over to Albert Pujols. I interviewed him in my garage happy hour. He was really, really good and was very complimentary to the Cardinals. One of the things he said, if any team can do it, 
coming out of a quarantine and start playing well, it's the Cardinals. He was right. They did. They, they did that. And then John Mosellock at 11.30 today. BK, we appreciate it. You bet, Tom. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX continues with Mike Schilt live from Chicago right after this. The following is a special presentation of sports on a Sunday morning. Welcome to the Mike Schilt Show on your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, KMOX. I'm Tom Ackerman with the Cardinals manager. That highlight right there, the final out of a long day, a doubleheader sweep by the Cardinals. Mike Schilt, good morning. How are you? Morning, Tom. I'm doing well. How about yourself, sir? I am doing great. What a sound that was to hear Cardinal baseball on the air again and for two wins. So let's get this straight. This Cardinals team had had a 17-day layoff. They'd been quarantined twice, self-isolation in many cases, and had rarely had the opportunity to gather as a group took a 41-car caravan up to Chicago, walked into a ballpark, a major league ballpark, and won two ballgames. That is some accomplishment, Mike Schilt. Do I have all of that correct? You've got it uh, nailed down, Tom. It is um, a nice way to get restarted, and, and uh, all, the, all the credit in the world goes to our guys and their dedication to staying uh, mentally and physically as ready as possible and showing up there and fighting their tails off to uh, – to compete for those two two wins yesterday. I know it's a daily thing and daily discipline to stay focused and to stay on target, but how did this get done? How did the players do that from day to day, Mike? Yeah, you know what? Better question for them. Just, you know, but my experience working with them is, um, you know, if you look up and you see how guys went about their work on the individual workouts, every player was able to come in. Uh, pitcher starting this past Tuesday, for half an hour to play catch or to throw, you know, first day was pretty much the, you know, play catch. And then, you know, the bullpens kind of went after that with, with one coach um, or a catcher, not both. Um, and then you had, um, you know, each position player starting on Wednesday come in for half an hour with one coach and um, two shaggers. Uh, and, you know, just saw how they worked, how they went about their business, how locked in they were. We had rain, um, you know, through a couple of those days, and guys were throwing in the rain, um, and that one guy opted out to, uh, which it very well could have been their prerogative, um, you know, take a little pass. But guys were willing to be dedicated to come out, and throw in the rain, do whatever it took. Um, we didn't miss one one workout, um, individual workout in those 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 four days. So, you know, that's representative of of how guys mentally and physically are getting ready and and want to compete, and it shows up. Uh, you know, all the prep. When the games take place, it's all about the preparation prior to the games and the dedication to it, and that's what you saw yesterday. And every moment counts, and I'm certain as you made that drive up to Chicago, which I'm imagining is was the standard four and a half, five hours, unless you ran into some construction traffic or something like that, that is ample time to be able to, to communicate with each other. And you're, I'm sure, on the phone with several people and uh, taking that opportunity to talk about the club as you made your way up. Yeah, you know, I let the guys just take their drive and get there. You know, I did spend some time talking with um, some of the players and staff that have been impacted by by the virus and just checking in on them, making sure they're okay, and, um, you know, just enjoy the drive a little bit, meditate on, think about how we're going to navigate the many moving parts that, that – affect us on a daily basis here. I love the fact that you were the caboose in the caravan. That's uh, that, that made me smile, Mike Schilt. <laughs> well, you know, I was just I was literally the last guy to leave, and 
thought about it just made sense anyway um but uh yeah just uh it was it was uh it reminiscent of some old school days you know and the, i think the guys had some flashbacks too and, and got some got a kick out of it and um you know everybody was just excited about getting back to playing i bet and you have a game today at 110 against the white Sox. i have to imagine that the, these guys just could not wait to get on the field yesterday and, and i want to talk about some of the veterans that came through for you yesterday but what a neat opportunity for three players to make their major league debuts together max schrock jake woodford and dylan carlson and they all uh, do that in Chicago against the White Sox. Now you have another one today in John Nagowski. You just uh, keep bringing in the reinforcements. That was that was something to see yesterday. And and uh, the Woodford comes through for you in Game Two. And Dylan looked pretty strong, didn't he? Looked really good. You know, um, it was good to see those guys get their opportunity, get out there. Um, you know, clearly Dylan be able to get out and play both games. Been a nice little slide and grab uh, to lead off the inning in the fifth. Um, you know. And, and then, you know, took good at bats and got his first big league hit, doubled down the right field line, had another good swing on a on a ball in the, in the right uh, left center. And Schrock, you know, two hits. You know, he's a nice professional hitter. Um, and, of course, Woody did a phenomenal job in a, in a tough spot to, you know, get a spot start um, with very little um, heads up and went out and, and got his three innings, which are, you know, valuable for us. Um, and was able to be efficient, and I loved the way he was in attack mode, and he uh, he got after it. It was uh, it was a good debut for all three of them. No question. Schrock two for three in the game. You mentioned Carlson's great plays, and and Woodford was very good. And before that, I mean, who would you rather have? You you want you love all your starters, I know, but man, with fifty out there, Adam Wainwright starts this thing back up, and he needed to to give you some innings so that you could have that bullpen ready to go for game two, and he delivered, did he not? Five innings from Adam Wainwright. Yeah, you know, you want to stay ahead of this as much as possible as far as the freshness of the innings availability for our pitchers. And, um, you know, we know we got a lot of baseball ahead of us, a lot of doubleheaders. And to be able to get ahead of uh, the start and and take five innings off the board um, was very important. You know, clearly we weren't going to push him to get five. He got his five, did an efficient manner, 67 pitches. Um, you know, wanted more as he would typically want, but but clearly felt like that was enough based on the all the different variables. Um, but it was a really huge start on a lot of levels for us. Uh, by the way, Woodford, folks, has been optioned uh, off the roster, but he is with the team on the taxi squad. And this is how it's going to be. I mean, you're going to have some roster shifts probably on a daily basis as you keep moving players in and out. But in the meantime, you have the White Sox today, and you have Dakota Hudson on the mound for you. He gets back at it as the Cardinals look for a sweep against the White Sox. You'll go up against Dallas Keuchel. Looks like you have a similar lineup out there as well, and uh, I think that you know all systems go. I think for the most part, I don't know that uh, you didn't play anything but solid ball in all phases yesterday. Yeah, all phases, well played, all phases. You know, we talked about that um, after the game, and um, you know, Rob Brain asked a question. You know, how would you have drawn it up any better? And I don't know that we could have, um, just because. Um, it was a complete team effort, and that's what this is going to take. It's going to require, um, you know, teamwork from and contributions from from every single player. And we got that yesterday on a lot of levels. And um, you know, Colton set the tone for us with the beginning of the game. You know, Jolito's one of the better guys in the American League, and 
Um, he's, he's a tough pitcher and Colton went up there, got down the count and just fought his tail off to work a walk and just kind of set a tone, not only for the game, but just basically told everybody, Hey, we're here to compete and we're here to get after it. And, um, and so, but it was a collective effort for sure. Yeah, it's a great point. And then Dexter Fowler comes through the big hit for you and it was on and the Cardinals put four runs on the board early and win that game by the final of five to one, a very good effort across the board. I don't know if you've, uh, uh, you know, seen, I don't know if you uh, get these videos sent to you, but there's a video going around of Dylan Carlson's family celebrating his first hit. And I just think oh, it's the cool. coolest thing. You know, it's a shot from the back of the living room and they're all in there cheering. What a neat moment for him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, look, that's a, it's a lifetime of, of sacrifice for Dylan and dedication to his craft and, um, but let's don't kid ourselves. There's a big sacrifice of the family as well that allows that young man in Dylan's case or Schrock or Woodford, there had to be a lot of, a lot of happy family and friends and, and former, former teammates and coaches. But, you know, just, there's a lot of sacrifice that takes place, um, you know, from the families as well to, to support people's dreams. And, um, it's good to hear. I did not see it, but it's good to, good to hear. Rightfully so. They were, they were excited. Yeah, very cool. And the Cardinals win that game 5-1, to one, and they have about a half-hour break, I guess, between games, and off we go. And in the fourth inning, down one to nothing. Here it is. Hard hit the left field. That's back, that's deep, and that's gone. Wow, we asked for it, and we got it. Home run Goldschmidt. And he has just tied this game in the fourth inning. He turned around that fastball and hit a big fly. Yes, he did. He can also do this with the Cardinals down 3-2. And an opportunity for damage here. The 1-2 pitch is grounded up the middle, and that's going to be knocked down. It's going to be an infield hit for Paul Goldschmidt, and this game is tied. He put the ball in play, and the ball bounced off the second baseman's glove, went into shallow center field. They retrieved it, tried to throw him out, but Goldschmidt with the infield hit has tied this game in the fifth inning. Good description there by Ricky Horton, and that's it. Make contact, put the bat on the ball, and let's go. That's right. You know, um, give yourself good at bats. Guys did that. Didn't try to do too much. It's a good at bats. First, you know, uh, inning, you know, Edmund ball the other way. Dex ball the other way for two-run two single. Kiz, nice line drive the other way for a base hit RBI. Um, and then Goldie, you know, just trying to – he got on top of one and just, you know, ground ball through the middle. And, of course, he, you know – Put a good swing uh, to launch one into left field. Uh, Tyrell O'Neill, same thing. You know, nice line drop to the middle, and then you know pops one and it's with a nice short stroke into the uh, on the side in left field. So um, just a lot of quality bats, good approaches. Yeah, he went down and got that one. Tyler O'Neill launches one to give the Cardinals a five to three lead, and they win it by the final of six to three. Andrew Miller closes that out. Uh, Giovanni Gallegos uh, got some big strikeouts uh, earlier in that first game. And how about Alex Reyes, who becomes the Cardinals just threw this out at us, uh, Mike, that he is, where is that stat? He, according to StatCast, first pitcher this year in Major League Baseball to strike out the side with all pitches 98 or more. That's uh, He looked pretty strong, Mike. What did you think of Alex Reyes? Definitely strong. You know, the layoff, uh, he was able to, Take advantage of it. Um, feels good. Recovered well. Taking advantage of um, a lot of the downtime to stay sharp, stay ready, stay strong. Uh, continue to, to move forward. And, you know, he definitely looked good. It's good to see him kind of – he was amped up and overthrew a little bit, but he was able to corral things and get things in the strike zone. And, you know, he's got that plus stuff that, 
good play. So uh, good for Alex, and we're excited for him and us. Cardinals get the job done. They win both games in Chicago. Remarkable on this turnaround after a long layoff. We do want to continue. I love talking baseball with you. I do want to ask you about some of the things, you know, just to try to get things tightened up and to make sure that uh, the Cardinals are able to move forward with the, the protocol and, and guidelines and everything that they continue to do. We'll paint that picture a little bit of what that is like. We already talked about the 41-car caravan. But we'll also talk a little more baseball with Cardinals manager Mike Schilden. We're going to let him go a little early today. That'll be next segment. We'll be back right after this. It is the Mike Schilt Show on KMOX. I'm Tom Ackerman. Sports on a Sunday morning continues right after this. Now, back to the Mike Schilt Show on your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, KMOX. Welcome back. Final segment with Cardinals manager Mike Schilt. And then following us, Albert Pujols, the DH for the Los Angeles Angels. Joined me on my garage happy hour, Mike, last week. Oh, wow. Yeah, really cool. And one of the things that Albert said, uh, he talked about you. And, you know, we were talking about what the Cardinals were going through, and he said, you know, that he sends his best to everybody and and he feels for the club. But he said, you know what, it's going to be, it's difficult to come back. He said, but if any team can do it, it's the Cardinals. And he referenced uh, his former teammates, Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright, Mm -hmm. that as long as you have them, you're in really good shape. But he talked about you and said that, you know, he knows that you have this team in the right position to win and it put his trust in you also. So I thought I'd pass that along. Well, it's good to hear. I was a fine man, obviously a solid, strong Christian, and I value my relationship with him. He's um, he's pro's pro. He absolutely is. And the Cardinals uh, did just that yesterday. They swept the doubleheader. Adam Wainwright took care of business in game one, and the Cardinals, with the bullpen start, finished it in game two. Uh, Yachty is, and he, he told us that he does keep in touch with Yachty. Yachty's doing well, and, and I know that uh, a lot of your players are still recovering and ready to come back. Uh, in the meantime, it has been, I think, uh, you know, something to review. And you told us a couple weeks ago, this team has been following, has been responsible. Uh, Certainly in this era, in this time in our lives, uh, we're still learning about this virus and it can get in and it can spread very quickly. I'm certain. And I've already seen uh, these things for myself of what your team is doing to, to make sure that, that you do the best thing you can to not let this, uh, hold you back and, and use the proper precautions, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, like I said, I've uh, been able to defend rightfully our group, but we've been able to take things to even the next level. Um, it's just far as I mean, we just don't interact within six feet. Um, you know, we're not touching the dugout. We're, we're limiting uh, people in the dugout or being more intentional about being outside. Um, you know, we're just taking every, 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 every precaution possible um, to give us our best chance to defend off this, this virus again. And you've been able to hold, the, like you said, some of those meetings outside and be able to still communicate with all of your players through various means. And in the meantime, you take a look at an upcoming schedule that, of course, appears daunting. But all you can really do, I mean, well, there's a lot of games ahead of you, but you just deal with what you have in front of you, right? We play with what we have. We stay in the moment. We um, prepare the best we can. We um, we compete the best we can with what we have. Um, and, you know, that's all we can ask of ourselves, all we can ask of our players. Uh, you know, it's just one of those situations where, um, 
you know, we just got to do the best we can for each other and um, for the group. So, you know, it'll take it, we'll take it literally pitch by pitch. I know that's a little cliche, but that's the way we have to do it. But, and, and we'll also do it, you know, prior to our, to our workouts, you know, we'll be smart about how we're communicating with each other, um, our loads prior to the game to make sure we're, we're saving our energy and effort for the, for the games and, and making sure, you know, guys feel free, which they will and are, and we have that existing relationships to be able to communicate, hey, hey I need a day, I can't go, because the last thing that we're going to do is, is um, jeopardize somebody's career to, to win a baseball game as much as we want to win games, and we're going to fight like heck to do it and, and take our best shot to do it. But, you know, that's that's kind of how we're going to continue to go about it, and, and we'll uh, we'll do it together. Yes, you will, and you'll do it with the Chicago White Sox here today as you get ready for a game at 110 up in Chicago. And uh, this has been, I know, for you personally, uh, it, it has been, I know, not easy to go through this, and you care so much about your players, but it sounds to me like you, I, I like when you reference, and this is the last thing before we let you go, but your love of the game, you've been able to keep this front of mind for you, top of mind, that you love this game. And I think if you hearken back to some of the, the days of, of your youth, but also growing uh, through the system as a manager, remembering car rides, remembering uh, ways to, to navigate through things, that inspires you, doesn't it? Thinking about where you've come and what you've learned along the way. Yeah, I mean, you know, we get our inspiration from a lot of different places. We get it from our faith. We get it from our past. We get it from our families. We get it from our, um, from each other in this clubhouse and our teammates. And like I alluded to earlier, you know, seeing guys that are willing to throw in the rain um, to get back and, and have a strong desire and guys show up and call and take that at bat yesterday. It just, um, you know, and none of it's done in a silo. It's done with other people and people give you that fuel that, allows you to continue to be motivated and you do draw from the past forward, but you also draw from, from others. And, you know, I'm blessed to have a, a strong support system to draw from. We do have one more thing and that's the memorable play of the week sponsored by Dolan memory care homes. If you have a loved one that's dementia that needs a safe place to live, contact Dolan memory care homes where they have no more than 11 residents per household. Visit DolanCare.com. Mike, you want me to pick one for you from those last two games? Sure, Tom, fire away. I will. It's what we a great moment for a great young man that we talked about. Here he is, age 21, fifth inning, game two. He went 0 for 3 in the first game and made a great sliding catch. Game two, Dylan Carlson. Two to the count still to Carlson, who's hanging in there, and there's a line drive to right. That's a base hit. First big league hit for Dylan Carlson. And Miller heads to third, and Carlson to second, and he's safe there. Hustling into a double Dylan Carlson, first big league hit. Way to go. What a great feeling for the young man wearing number three. And if he's with you, he's going to play quite often, isn't he, Mike? Yeah, I'll be in there and I'll get his opportunities. And, and um, yeah, we're enjoying watching him and the rest of the guys get after it. You have some great guys getting after it, and we appreciate you taking some time away from the club before you get ready for the game. Thank you for this, and we will catch up with you soon. Good luck today. You're welcome, Tom. Have a blessed day. You too. There's Mike Schilt, the manager of the Cardinals, before the Cardinals take on the White Sox here this afternoon. We'll come back. Albert Pujols will be with us on Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. KMOX Sports. Here's the pitch. Welcome back to the Lux Calore International Sports on a Sunday morning. Oh, yeah. 
on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. I seen that golden ball or something in the back. And I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, that, maybe I'll, not. I will explain that, actually. We're live now. You know this guy, folks. Wow. I mean, <laughs> the garage happy hour. I'll tell you, I've had some great guests. And, I, you know, like your old manager, Tony LaRussa, everybody is tied for first. You know that. Oh, man. Uh, but I'm telling you that when I said that you were coming on, uh, we got uh, we got people's attention, and you are absolutely loved in this town. That is for sure. <laughs> but people are watching all over the place, and they know this guy next to me. This is Albert Pujols, and one of the best to ever do it. I mean, I'm telling you, he's the best uh, hitter that I've ever seen in person, uh, one of the best players in the history of the game. Thank you very much. I want to first say this. Thank you to the Angels. The Angels are a great, great organization, and they made this happen, and Albert made this happen. And thank you to the Angels for making this happen here on the Garage Happy Hour to have Albert Pujols on the show. How are you, man? I'm doing great, man. How about you, man? Long time no see. <laughs> uh, no kidding. We go way back, don't we? I, one thing that you always – you were always so, so good to me uh, from the very beginning. And, and when you were – in the minor leagues, breaking into the big club, you and I used to chat on the side a little bit. When you made the mm. team in 2001, you never forgot that. You were always so nice to me, and you, here you are again coming through for me mm. on the Garage Happy Hour. You remember all those times back then making the club? Well, for sure, man, and, and, and vice versa. You know, you were the same way. You weren't one of these guys that wanted to make a story, you know, like try to make a player look bad. I think uh, what I love about you was your personality never had changed. Uh, you came in straightforward, you know, with a question that you wanted to ask. And, and um, like I say, never wanted to really be in the headline and, and, and always try uh, to respect the, the player's space. And that's something, you know, that uh, that, that a player, uh, you know, always appreciate, you know, uh, you know, when guys like that are really loyal. So uh, thank you very much, too, for covered me for 20 years and, you know, all those years in San Luis, too. Uh, they were fun times. So, uh, and even last year when I went in the summer, it was uh, pretty unbelievable. I can't believe it, it was a year ago already, you know, but it was, uh, it was a fun weekend for me and my family. It was wild, wasn't it? Thank you for saying that, by the way. It's very kind of you. And uh, that was an amazing, amazing time. I know you've talked about this now a lot, but what was that like? I mean, you didn't, what was it like, by the way, going into the weekend? Did you know, were you, did you wonder how the crowd would react? It had, of course, been a while since you played at Bush Stadium. Um, you know, I, I would have thought my first are bad. Yeah, people would have, they were going to probably clap and just give me a standing ovation. But for 13 or 14 player prints, uh, I never thought anything like that. I mean, it was just unbelievable. And once again, it showed why they are the best fans in baseball. You know, that time was, uh, it was pretty amazing. I mean, that weekend for that tree that I have for myself and my family and friends that flew all over the place, even from the Dominican Republic. I mean, I would say how to be out there with the top moment of my career, you know, uh, maybe number one, if I had to pick it, you know. So it was it was awesome, you know, um, just to be out there, you know, Friday, just, uh, you know, looking forward to, you know, everybody was talking about when spring training, when the schedule came out, um, you know, people were talking about it. Hey, man, you think you can get me a ticket and this and that? And <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it was great. It was, it was great. Like I say, man, it's, uh, it's one of my best moments. 
Uh, it was amazing. And here you are now chasing down Willie Mays. You're one home run away from one of the all-time greats. Mm -hmm. And I know that because you told me a million times you're not trying to hit a home run. You're trying <laughs> to hit the ball hard. But, man, you are knocking on the Line door. Right 600, that's right. 660 home runs. That mm -hmm. is remarkable. What is that like to, to be chasing down a legend? Wow, man, it's, uh, it's a blessing. I mean, I first of all need to give God all the glory uh, for keeping me uh, healthy as long as I've been playing. And I mean, you're talking about Willie Mays. You just said a legend. I mean, mortal. Uh, it just uh, what he done, what he did in the field and off the field was uh, pretty special. And you know, it was an athlete that was uh, people loving. And uh, you know. To just have my name mentioned in the same category of Willie Mays, you know, wow, I mean, what an honor, you know. But uh, with that, I had to thank a lot of people, you know, back in St. Louis as hitting coaches, manager like Tony La Rosa, you know, that give me the opportunity, the Cardinals organization that opened the door and give me that opportunity, you know, for me to be able to be here, you know, 20 years later in the league, you know, and, and be able to. Uh, to do what I love to do, just play the game of baseball. Uh, myself, as you know me, uh, with the many, many interviews, uh, I'm about helping the team to win and and try to be healthy and give my best. And at the end of my career, I mean, I'm probably going to have plenty of time to look back and, and to see, uh, you know, the people that I have passed or the record that I have established in the game. But for me right now, uh, my job is to try to help this Angel organization to get to the playoff and hopefully win on all the championship before I'm done in the game. What's it like playing during this time from your perspective? This is, this is a hard time for everybody. It's tough. It's a, it's a tough uh, situation because, as you know, we play for the fans. They're the number one. Uh, you know, and not be able to have a stadium uh, with 40, 35 or 40. 5,000 people every night cheering for you uh, or either booing for you when you're, when you're away. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's hard, but, uh, you know, I said it before and I say it right now, everybody has to get used to, you know, it's something that, uh, you know, at least we are there taking the field and give probably a little bit of smile to some of our fans, you know, they they love uh, baseball. And, you know, but it's really tough situation, you know, uh, you know, going to the ballpark and try to follow this protocol every day, day in and day out. But, you know, we love the game so much. And I think at the end of the day, we have 30 teams and nobody has an advantage. Everybody has to go through this protocol. So we're just glad that we are back in the field, loving what we love to do. And hopefully, you know, uh, our fans can join, even though they cannot come to the stadium, but hopefully through the TV and just give them a sport they love, they, they, they love to watch. Uh, your buddy, Yadier Molina, I know your genuine friendship with him. We saw when you uh, came to St. Louis, he certainly gave the crowd a lot of time to cheer for you. He, he made sure that happened. The embrace at home plate. He's a, a special human being. And I'll, I'll make sure that he gets this video, but, uh, what would you like to say about him? I know that uh, it's it's a hard time for the Cardinals right now dealing with a, a COVID outbreak, and and he was one mm -hmm. of those who tested positive. Albert. Yeah, I've been I've been in touch with him almost pretty much every day, and he's doing well. I mean, uh, he doesn't have that many symptoms. I think uh, you know, last time I talked to him when that happened, I think his body was uh, aching a little bit, but besides that, thank God, you know, I keep him in my prayer. Uh, he's doing well. 
uh, unfortunately, you know, it's tough the what they're going through and the Marlins went through for a little bit. Uh, it's hard, you know, because, um, you know, you have such a short schedule, uh, you know, only 60 games to play and, uh, you know, missing almost two weeks is going to be since the last time that they play. It's, it's, it's going to be hard. But I think if there is one organization that can pull it through, uh, it's going to be the Cardinals. You know, those guys are always going to be ready to play whenever they can take the field back. And that's because the leader that they have in that clubhouse, you know, including Jadier Molina, um, Wayne Wright, you know, I think those guys, uh, you know, going to put that the ball club and, and make sure they're ready to go and, and, and chill. You know, I mean, he's, he's, you know, a young manager, but he knows how to do and how to prepare those guys to be ready to go whenever they can take the field. So uh, I won't be surprised, you know, seeing them ready to go. And I just hopefully they can take the field soon. That's great of you to say. Uh, this is a, a great city, and, and you know that, a sports city that, that cares a lot. We actually had a really good day today, and it's been hard because of the team being sidelined and everything happening. People are antsy. They want sports, and they, they want everything back here. But we had a big announcement today. I wanted to show you because they just sent this over. Uh, this is our new MLS team. It's mm. going to be called St. Louis City, SC. Wow. There That's you go. cool. But the, That's the a cool rest, logo. Yeah, it's pretty cool. St. Louis City SC, really embracing, you see the arch there, uh, the new MLS team. Uh, and this is a Budweiser. So while we're talking, I want to put this in. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Garage Happy Hour. I'm going to have a beer while I'm talking to you. Uh, and, uh, yep, so there it is. That's uh, Albert Pujols, the Garage Happy Hour, chatting with him a little bit about uh, sports and whatnot and beer. We'll actually come back with more of Albert after the 11 o'clock news. We'll talk a little bit more about him and his history with the team and a lot more. He was so gracious to join me on the Garage Happy Hour. I really appreciate it. The sponsors have been great, the Herman Trophy and also Byerly RV. At one point, and we may get to that next hour, at one point his we couldn't see Albert for like about 30 seconds, so it went black, so I just went into an RV commercial. I mean, that's what you do. And then he came back on. He said, hey, I want to ride in that thing. So he's he's a fun guy. I, I really appreciate the, the history with him and thank him so much for being with us on the show. Now, coming up, we have more of Albert than we have John Mosellock at 11.30, and we'll get you ready for Cardinal Baseball at 12.15 pregame. Wanted to let you know the lineup today, and we talked to Mike Schilt about it, but uh, we'll do that when we come back. We'll take a quick break. Actually, I'll give it to you now since I just I just teased it. Here it is. Colton Wong's going to lead off and play second base. Tommy Edmonds batting second playing shortstop. Paul Goldschmidt's the DH. I like that. You can use Goldie as a DH if you want. He bats third. Tyler O'Neill, the left fielder, batting fourth. Matt Carpenter is at third base. He bats fifth. Dylan Carlson is going to play center field today and bats sixth in the lineup. Andrew Kisner is behind the plate. He bats seventh. Dexter Fowler in right field batting eighth. And John Nagowski making his major league debut will play first base and bat ninth for the Cardinals who have Dakota Hudson on the mound today. Wong, Edmund, Goldschmidt, O'Neill, Carpenter, Carlson, Kisner, Fowler, and Nagowski. We look forward to that. It's gorgeous weather in St. Louis. Great day to get outside and listen to the game and grill something, crack open a cold one, and spend some time with us here on KMOX. Thanks to Cardinals manager Mike Schiltz for joining us this hour. I'm Tom Ackerman. Our producer is James O'Sullivan. We'll come back next hour with a lot more of Albert Pujols on the home of the Cardinals.
KMOX. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.